Hey guys, welcome to the Lang Foundations podcast. This is your co-host Davis Hambrick. Joining alongside me today is Walker Lott. What's up, Walker? What up, Davis? How you doing today, man? I'm doing great. Just had a great time with you and Alex. What's up with you, man? Oh, not too much, bro. Don't have school today. Hanging out. It's a Friday. Uh, not doing too much. Really enjoyed our conversation with Alex. I thought it was awesome. Uh, really good leadership guy, and just you know, he brought up a lot of things that are very uh, prevalent in in the construction industry today, and, and just in life in general. Uh, you know, really, really excited, really encouraged by this, and, and excited for everyone here to to listen and, and to learn and uh, to grow a little bit with us. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity. Alex uh, was a great guest. I mean, you see his personality come to life when you just talk to him, and that's how he is off camera as well. One of the things I'm just going to encourage people, we may be going a little against the grain here in the construction industry about leadership. You know, we're masters at our craft, but we – have a hard time at working on the leadership side. And maybe that's because, you know, we didn't focus on the leadership side. So we talk about this. This is an extensive, extensive time about leadership, how we can really help ourselves so that we can help others. And I just challenge you guys to try, try to get all the way through it. Try to listen, try to be open here. And if it goes against the grain, you know, maybe pause it and take a, take a brief, brief step and just listen in and, and think about it and think about what, what are we trying to get out of this? Right. I mean, it just goes back to being open and honest. You know, a lot of people are so afraid to have honest and genuine conversations because they're afraid the person across from them is not going to think of them the same or not going to, you know, want to be friends with them anymore. And that's just not the case. And and I'd say 95% of the time, you know, there's always that five or 6%. But, and most of the time, everyone just wants to, to listen, to hear and, and to be heard, you know, and we talk about that a lot today with Alex. And so, uh, really excited for you guys to listen to it. Hope you really enjoy it. And without further ado, Alex Willis. Hey, Walker and, and, and David, man, thank you so much for having me, man. I'm, I'm super excited just to be here with you today. Uh, my name is Alex Willis. Uh, I currently reside in uh, uh, Illinois, so Naperville, Illinois. Uh, moved here from Florida, man. So that was quite the change for, the, for, for my family, you know, to see what snow's like and that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I started a company uh, several years ago focused on leadership development, right, and, and specifically leadership development in, in the trades. And so I really wanted to uh, make sure we have phenomenal uh, people in the trades that are not only phenomenal with their tools, but also great with people, you know, because a lot of times uh, to get things done, you know, especially when you talk about massive projects, it takes a team. And, I, you know, I know a lot about team and uh, just bringing those team concepts in is what I do, man. So I'm passionate about it. You can probably tell that I get excited. I could talk about this stuff all day, man. And so uh, super excited to dive in and talk to you about the show, man, and what y'all do so we can have a good time. Yes, sir. I mean, I'm excited. We might just be you and me, Alex, right here, because this is something I love too. Walker, we'll try to get you in. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you guys. This is awesome. No, I'm just kidding. But man, Alex, we appreciate it, and I, mean, I think that's awesome. You just mentioned three things that I love: leadership, uh, team, and talking about how construction guys are great technicians at their craft, and especially you working with tradesmen. Talk a little bit about that. That's a common theme I start to see is. Just anybody construction related, they are great at what they do. They're experts. But when it comes to that leadership side, we might be, you know, struggling that area. Talk about that for us. Well, well, David, I, you know, I'm just, just being totally transparent with you, man, on this one here. It's, it's a challenge simply because a lot of times we focus in our industry on the skill and the technical side of things because it's such a technical job. Right. So when you talk about the voltage that you're dealing with, you know, plumbing, you talk about what the, the equipment, just all those technical pieces, 
people's lives are on the line. And so therefore you have to spend a lot of time understanding that. And, and you know, we kind of share offline a little bit about this, you know, that unconscious bias about construction workers is, you know, these gruff, dumb people. And you're like, dude, th- these are buildings that you live in a hundred years, right? So, so clearly, you know, we're not talking dummies here with some of the things that they do. Uh, but, but because of all of that, sometimes we don't have time or in the past, we haven't really thought about the team aspect of it, right? And, and, and truth be told, it's, it's, it's like the wild, wild west when you talk about job sites, uh, simply because you have multiple people working for multiple companies, all coming together, but all coming from different cultures from their companies, but expected to get this project done on time, on schedule, on budget. Good luck with that, man. You know, and so that's right. kind of where I spend a lot of my time giving our people their tools because really, be, truth be told, we just haven't equipped them. So we've equipped them from the technical side, but not on this leadership side. Right. And so that's where we really found a niche, uh, Davis, man, to just come in and just really give our our, our skilled laborers, uh, our project managers, just our leaders, just those technical skills from a leadership standpoint to do what we call enhancing their leadership tool belt. Alex, what? You know, what was the defining like moment or time that you decided you wanted to do the leadership development? I mean, like what, what got you into this, you know, because it's such a niche area that you don't really hear about a lot. So, you know, how did you decide this is, this is where I want to go? So, so Walker, crazy story, man. So, so former college athlete played the University of Florida, Go Gators, right? Uh, national championship, got a chance. I, I'm gonna show that. I'm gonna show there that. There you go. Put it on camera. Right, show everyone. We, you put it on camera right there. We put it on camera right there. There you, you go. go. That's, that's, that's awesome. Georgia and LSU, right there. there Georgia and LSU are under that 12 and one record there, right? <laughs> Let's so, go. so, so, so through. <laughs> but, but through that process and being a team player and getting a chance to play sports. Um, I, my story was just crazy. I went from walk on to scholarship athlete to wow. being team captain to winning the national championship and then going on to play a little bit in the NFL simply because uh, I wasn't the best athlete. Uh, I just had leadership skills and was able to really rally the troops and become the best me, right? And as a result of that, it really started, Walker, to be honest with you, in college. I got hurt my senior year and missed eight games. And uh, that was a real ego check for me, for one, uh, and, and and really to test my uh, my leadership skills to say, OK, are you going to soak and, 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 and not give 100 percent to what you can do here with the team? Or are you going to really take some of these younger guys under your wing? And even though you can't play right now, rise them up, right? And that's where the Jabari Gaffneys came into play. The Rishi Caldwells came into play. You know, those phenomenal Gator receivers who were better than I was, who took my place. And even when I got healthy, I couldn't outplay them, right? Because they were just more gifted and talented than I was. And so that was the first time I really began to understand the value of leadership and giving the people and pouring into them and being happy and being willing to celebrate, even though you may not be in the limelight, right? Um, and, and so from there, got a chance to, uh, after playing ball, travel around speaking at college bowl games. And it just so happened, Walker, oh, man, cool. uh, you know, that dude, that was fun. It was fun that time, fun awesome. time. And yeah. so, and, and as I was doing that, you know, uh, they have like a, the whole community, wherever the bowl is, they have a, a community luncheon where they bring companies in and CEOs. And so it just so happened. I was in Jacksonville, Florida, and a company called Miller Electric, their their president was in the audience. Right. Uh, his name is David Long. He's actually the CEO of Nika now. 
And so he runs uh, all wow. of Nika, uh, mentor for me, and uh, see if we can get him on this show. That'd be fun. He's a Georgia boy, yeah. David. So he, there you he's go, gonna man. like you, dude. He's a he's a Georgia boy, man. So like he's gonna it. really love you, man. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him that. <laughs> so 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 he was in the audience, and I was just talking leadership. And I remember when I got off the stage, he came and talked to me. Say, son, I know you know nothing about construction, but mm. I think you can help change the culture and change our industry. So I he ultimately had the vision wow. to see a guy who could really connect with student athletes, with owners, with coaches, and got to have everybody kind of locked and loaded. And so he gave me my first shot. And so I went and spent about three months in the field, just kind of hanging out with uh, with our men and women in construction, just see what what what's, what are they up against, right? Kind of going back to my football roots of analyzing the film, right? Let's, right, let's, right? let's look and see what the defense is going on so we can come back and re- begin to create something. Mm-hmm. And what I came up with, Walker, was that, hey, listen, we're not giving them the skills to succeed from a leadership side. And, 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 and those who are doing it, they're not doing it in a way that our people can really receive it, right? And, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that, guys, is this. You know, like I know, our people that build, they do it. They work hard. They work hard and they take pride mm-hmm. in their work. Right. Because they love to drive by that building, and tell their family, I built that. Look, hey, see that right there? I did that. You know, exactly. hey, mom did that. Dad did that. And, and so what we end up doing, we created a cool niche. We began to teach leadership skills, but also tied to how well you could be at home with your family. Wow. And it was hook, cool. line and sinker. So we started showing you how you could be a phenomenal dad with your wife, with your kids, wow. how you could be a great mom and how these same communication skills translate over here on the project so we really begin to show them the skills and then get them to practice at home because they could get quick results from the thing that they care about the most with the interaction with my family interaction with my kids and that's how they really bought into our program that's really cool well what what does your team look like i mean do you have a a, a team of guys that you work with they all kind of go out to these different sites and, or businesses and speak to people and everyone has different roles or what we do man so we, we're all over the board right right now where we're really focused a lot is uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion in our industry, mm-hmm. which is challenging. Challenging right. in our industry because mm-hmm. our industry traditionally mm-hmm. has been dominated by white males, right? So now all of a sudden, though, you have women, you have minorities, you have gay, straight, you have everything just coming in the industry, right? So, mm-hmm. so, and we go out, and so we 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 we, we attack it. Uh, everyone kind of has their own individual area. Mm-hmm. That we focus in, uh, just and ultimately we try our best to get our contractors into a cool program where we doing where we're doing micro lessons, right? Because here's what we understand: as great as leadership is, and we all on this call know it's important. The bills get paid by things getting built, right. and when people aren't aren't building, that's a problem, right? Yeah, so we had in. to be very creative, yeah, man. So we had to be very creative on how we do it, and so. I'll, I may share my screen if I can with you a little later, man, if I can find this file and show you. But we do yeah. everything from video video call, I mean, video um, um, training on your mobile phone. So we have micro lessons that get sent out to their phone where they can watch videos and answer questions to learn that way. We have quarterly like seminars that will come in. And what we're working on now, what excites me more than anything with my team, man, is we're working on a hologram, dude. Well, hologram stuff where we can Whoa, teleport into cool. job sites, dude. It's what? insane, that's right? Wild. So, oh, dude. Oh, it's wild, dude. It's wild. It's wild. I'm a wild, Dang. crazy guy that loves just kind of pushing the envelope, man. <laughs> man, Alex, I love that. I-, I love, if we can backtrack, I love your story. I love yeah. talking about your path of 
you went from a walk-on to a scholarship to being the captain to winning a natty. I mean, talk about that. I mean, I think that's awesome. That shows that the, the spirit and the fight you have in you as a person. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I also want to talk about each uh, each one of us. We've all played football. Okay, we maybe not have been as successful as Alex Willis, but we hey, it's, the, it's the same. It's the same game, brother. It's the there same game on every level. Trust me, there same you. game, brother. Same there game. You go. But we've all been a part of a team, and whether you like this person I'm about to mention or not, Nick Saban, he is great at getting the team chemistry to buy in. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the process. And it's something I found today actually on LinkedIn, and if I can share it real quick. He goes, the things that you have to get right, and this made me think about the job site being a wild, wild west, is mediocre people don't like high achievers, and high achievers don't like mediocre people. So you're going to constantly have it, like you said, we're going to have people that are white, that are black, that are Asian, that are gay, that are straight, all different cultures, all different nationalities. It doesn't matter. How do we get everybody to come together right. and be a team? It's not about me. It's not about Walker. It's not about right. Alex. How can us three come together and work as a team? And if you can, just speak more on our, our on team chemistry and how we can get that to be an important part of the oh, job site. Love that, man. I love that. I think there's a few things that we really teach that we have to do, uh, Davis, in order for this to work really, really well. And one is, uh, you just you mentioned it, and that and, and and Nick does it so well, man. Nick Nick, the coach Saban is the guy, right? Of getting people to find common ground. Like if we could, regardless of what you look like, what you believe, if we have common ground, right? And, and teams, when we come together as a team, and we have a common opponent, all of a sudden we come together because we're facing something else, right? And so good, what yeah. what we have to understand as an industry sometimes is we have to rally our troops to give them an, an, an opponent, right? Because when they don't have an opponent, that's when we begin to fight and battle each other. Oh, those plumbers over there. Oh, those electricians. Oh, those project managers suck, right? So now all of a sudden, we're looking for competition because we all thrive off that, you know, that, that excitement to build, especially in our industry. And channeling their energy to the schedule, hey, they said we can't get it done in this amount of time. Can we do it? What does that look like, right? So bringing that common focus, that common yeah. goal helps a ton, yeah, you know, because it, it allows us to do that. The other thing that we realize is, you know, um, it, it takes a growth mindset, right? So for, because here's the other challenge. A lot of times in what we're seeing, a lot of our people tend to think that life isn't big enough for all of us to win. And we've been told, like, you know, that there's only one winner. And what people fail to realize is, listen, as we talk about leadership development, and I had to learn this over the years, and I think that University of Florida really was a great uh, training ground for me to understand that oh, come on. no one can beat Alex. I'm telling you, brother, <laughs> no <laughs> one can beat Alex being Alex, right? Yeah. So, is, yeah. so Davis can try his best, Walker can try his best, but you know, no right. one can beat Alex. And so, when we mm-hmm. begin to tell leaders that and get them to realize, listen, no one can be you and what you do. So, hey, be the best you. Don't, don't compete against the person next to you. Be better than you yesterday. I'm winning. You know, and it's, it's, it's a game on. And so helping them understand that mentality, helping them have a common goal to say, hey, we're all in this together and realizing that, hey, listen, it takes all of us, right, to do this. And, and, and so a lot of times, Davis, I share, well, I'll tell you this. Let me rewind a second. The reason we've had so much success in the industry is because, truth be told, we we use football analogy. Our, our industry loves football, man. Listen, when we're not working, we're we're watching football and having yeah. a good time, right? That's what we're boys. doing. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we do, man. We have a good time, and so we mm-hmm. we played into that, and we we so we run training like a practice. They're on the clock. We're like, hey, we got drills. Go 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 go. So we, I mean, dude, this 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 is rapid 
fire when we're in training. And we talk football stories and principles about that. And one of the principles that we share is if you look at the dynamics of a team, right, and really helping our, our, our leaders change their perspective. Right. And, and what I mean by that is this. I, I give them a story in training. I, I'll share it really quickly with you. But uh, I'll never forget, dude, Coach Spurrier, my coach, uh, he called he, he called he, the legend, the, the legend, the goat, man, the goat. Right. So so Coach Spurrier, um, he called the play. We played our rival, Florida State. Right. And he had a play which in that game I had to come down next to the tackle and block the defensive end by myself one on one. Uh, on a pass play. I'm like, dude, what are we doing here? So I'm a buck 80 and I'm going up against Corey Simon, who's an all-American and a yeah, Hall of Famer, dude. You know, and, I, and, and he's licking his chops on me, right? And mm. I'll be honest, guys, I got my ass kicked all night long, right, <laughs> uh, with that. <laughs> dude, we wore, I still remember, we wore white uniforms. I was white here. I was black because I spent my whole <laughs> night on my back, dude. Oh, dude, I'm just grabbing ankles. I'm just trying to grab ankles. trying to keep them from moving any way you can. <laughs> That, that's all, brother. That's all. Tell him a joke, read him a story, do something, man. I'm like, oh, we calling that player again? Why? Why? Right? But 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 in the process of doing that, here's what happened. From that game on, the next year, it changed my whole perspective on what it takes to be an offensive lineman. Hmm. And, and, and the value that I have for them and the respect that I have for them, unlike other my other receivers, because they never had to be in the trenches that long, that many plays before. And so it opened my eyes to say, wait a minute, dang, dude, when I run my route, I got to give my all because those guys are in here doing this. And if I, you know, BS out here, drop a pass, miss a block, do that kind of stuff there, this is what's going on down here. And so we challenge our team to sometimes just get to know each other in other trades, other areas, you know, different people, because it it gives you a different perspective and, and it allows you to respect them more and really begin to work with them and work better as a team. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, it's just like the concept of, you know, walking in someone else's shoes. And I love the fact that y'all bring in this kind of competitiveness and kind of a football mentality, because honestly, man, so, so much of the world has gone away from the competitiveness. Like, you know, everyone, yeah, everyone gets a trophy, that kind of stuff where it's like, that's it. You have to compete. That's what we are born to do. We love that. You know, it's, it, that's what sports yes. are. You know, and by putting that in the construction industry, I think that's fantastic because not only does it, it, it create a fire in people, you know, but you also channel that to it's not necessarily competing against other people in this scenario, but competing against yourself every day to be better and better. Right. You know, our coach used to say, be one percent better than you were yesterday. You know, just one percent. It doesn't have to be 10, doesn't have to be 20, just one percent <laughs> better in, in an area, one area, you know, and, and I love that. Totally so agree. Totally agree. So right. well, here, Walker, here's here's the other thing with that though. Here's the other thing that we learned, <laughs> and you you two can you two can testify to this. Here's the deal. Truth be told, our industry, when you get on the front line, it's like a locker room. Oh, yeah. I mean, all the crazy stuff that goes on in the football oh, locker yeah. room, the jokes, oh, the yeah. nicknames, the joking out, you know, the tripping up, mm-hmm. you know, all that fun crazy stuff. That's mm-hmm. what goes on on the job side. So I'm like, it guys, is. it makes me feel like honestly, I'm back in the locker room again. You know, right, when I get out, yeah. I'm like, dude, this I'm I'm back in the locker room. This is crazy, right? So mm-hmm. just having that fun and that that team and that camaraderie, right? And they they have it already, but it's getting them to channel it and to be un, able to understand that and really be be able to do it on a consistent basis over and over again and really know what they're doing versus kind of stumbling upon it every now and again. Yeah. Do you find that the guys and in, in the 
and whoever, whoever, whoever you're talking to, the companies that you're talking to, the teams of people, do you find them to be pretty receptive to, or, or is there a couple that are kind of like, eh, I, mean, I don't want to be doing this. I don't, I don't believe in this. <laughs> or is it overall pretty, pretty equal? And like, you know what, let's try it out. Well, well, I'll tell you, it, it varies from company to company, Walker, just so being totally mm -hmm. transparent, because here's the deal. Because our industry is, is uh, you know, at the end of the day, we have to get things on schedule, on budget, and, and you have to production, right? Right. And sometimes people miss the long-term approach because of the short-term return, right? Mm -hmm. And so they're saying, well, we don't have time to develop our people. I'm like, well, you Delay don't have gratification. the problem. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so a lot right. of companies do do that. And so senior leadership for some companies, they're not bought in because for years, the old school mentality has been, well, why do I have to train my front line on leadership? Uh, mm -hmm. Because they are the most, they have the most challenging they interact job the most with their customers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, here's the deal. Walker, let's take it a step further. Not only do they interact with the customer, right? They're in charge of the schedule. They're right. in charge of materials. They're in charge of the workforce. So, so they touch so many parts of your business. Whereas the senior leaders, like, dude, you're in your office. You're, you're in your office, and yeah. you're not having to deal with the turnover. You're not having to deal with different people coming in and out. And so, therefore, why, in my opinion, and this is I, I share this with our teams and and, and uh, leadership teams. That's, this person at the front line has to be a ninja in leadership, dude. Mm -hmm. They have to they have to be, in my opinion, one of the best leaders of all because at the end of the day, if the CEO calls the meeting, everyone's showing up. And no one's showing up drunk, high, or something of that nature. Dude, in construction, you can have somebody show up to your meeting. You're like, dude, they're intoxicated. Bro, what, what are you doing? And so yeah. how do you handle that if you've never been taught how to handle that, right? So that's the challenge. So how do you... How do you find, how do you approach the companies, you know, the, and the owners and kind of pitch like, hey, this is what we do. This is what we bring value. This is how we bring value to and what we can do for your company. What is your approach in, in doing that? Well, well, I'll tell you, we, we've been blessed in this one, Walker, man. Um, so it's a two prong approach, right? Uh, for us, the, the company that I mentioned to you, Miller Electric, uh, still our long lasting client mm -hmm. today. They, in my opinion, they get it right, man. They get it right T to the point where, you know, we basically have a, a, a contract with them in perpetuity. They're like, dude, listen, it ain't changing. As long as, as long as you're bringing value, bro, we understand we need it. We got to have it. Right. So awesome. we, we, we just, it's, a, it's, it's always going because they want to be proactive. Right. So because of their success, right. And I'm not saying we were a hundred percent a part of their success, but we got a chance to be a part of that. Right. So they started off, you know, when we first started with them, um, I think they were like a hundred million dollar company. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, which is a great company. And they have a phenomenal CEO. I mean, this guy, I mean, this guy is the man. He's the man. And he understands how to put parts together. So we got a chance to be a part of that and ride that wave with them to where now they're like $500 million, right? Wow. So awesome. when other people see and hear that, they're looking, well, what are they doing, right? So that, that ultimately helps us kind of really be in the hone in and say, well, here's some of the programs that we're doing. So that, that's one approach. The other approach, which, you know, unfortunately it happens like this, Walker, People call us after the crap has hit the fan. Mm. So a lot of our customers probably, yeah. yeah, they're trying they're they're trying to pass the ship up because they mm. they don't want to be proactive, right, um, and handle issues and, and do things, you know, to to really begin to create an environment and a culture of leadership. Uh, they they want these patch areas, and so yeah, a lot maybe. of times we come in and we yeah, yeah, that's what they're looking for, Davis man. You you see it all the time, right, and so. And and then they think as soon as you do one class, oh, we're done, we're fixed. Yeah. Like, dude, 
Nuh uh. Ongoing. It's, oh, like, it's, it's like a football fast, practice. You can't have one practice and know the playbook, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Alex, do you, you know John Maxwell? I love this example. I, oh, dude, come on. I love John, man. <laughs> yes, man. Okay. You speak in their dude. language now. Davis, right. Davis loves come John. On. Come well, on, man. He's the guy. That, He's a that, good that just shows me that example of how, you know, you, you mentioned that company, whoever it is, that just goes, okay, we'll get a Band-Aid, patch it up, we're good. But, you know, John Maxwell talks about leadership as a constant. Like, you're climbing a hill every day, and you're working. And the one day that you stop, you fly down that hill a thousand times faster yes. than you are climbing it. Yes, and Love it, I love I love the I love Miller Electric. Just you talking about them, a company that's being proactive and not being reactive to something. And if we can, let's try to land on Miller Electric because I've looked at some of your content on YouTube. And guys, if you haven't go mm -hmm. seen it, I would encourage you to go check it out. I love this example, you, and I want you to go through it. It's called the Peanut and the Monkey example, and I want you to walk. Oh through man, just that story, and then we're gonna go from there because I love it, Alex. Please break it down for us. Man. Man, man, hey, listen, you know, I, I love it, man. So, so, so talking a little bit about that, right? So, you know, we talk about how do you catch monkeys, right? How do you catch monkeys? And, uh, you know, because you have to do crazy stuff in our industry to get it done. And this really goes in with a lot of stress management. So when we talk stress in our industry, what we realized with this, David, is that um, our industry has tremendous pressure, tremendous stress. And I don't know if our audience knows this, but this is an interesting fact that our industry has the highest rate of suicide out of any other really? job, any other industry in America. Yeah. Construction wow. is number one, N number one, number one. And, and here's why, when you talk about the nature of our work, a tough guy kind of mentality, suck it up buttercup, right? When you talk about things like uh, inconsistency in pay sometimes, right? So sometimes I'm working, sometimes I'm not, I'm not depending on the flow of it sometimes, maybe away from family because I'm traveling. So my support system is away. Right. High pressure, high stress to get it done, right? And and then when you talk about adding all of those pieces together, a lot of times, a lot of our men and women are struggling. And and one crazy stat is that suicide in construction, the numbers are higher every year than all of OSHA's fatal four hazards combined. Oh I didn't know. Well, that man, one. there's a so, guy on our there's a guy on my job site over the summer that committed suicide after I, I when I had left, I heard about it, and it's. Young guy too, yep. like out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So, so when you think about that, so that peanut, that monkey in the peanut is something we talk about. So how do you catch a monkey? How do you catch a monkey? Well, here's the deal. I tell them, you know, hey, listen, first of all, you, you go in the jungle and, and you find a, 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 a vase and you dig a hole, right? You, you dig a hole and you put that vase in the hole and you put peanuts in the vase, right? And the crazy part about monkeys is they love salted peanuts. I didn't know this, a true story. You can, you can look it up on YouTube and actually see a monkey <laughs> Do this on you. YouTube. It's crazy, I crazy. So, so monkeys will smell the peanut, smell the salt. They look, they go, they stick their hand in the vase to get the peanuts. When they grab the peanuts, because the vase is so tight at the top, it won't let their hands out. So the crazy part about monkeys, guys, they'll stay there all night long trying wow. to get those peanuts out, and they refuse to let go of the peanuts. Even when, and look it up on YouTube, when a hunter's coming after them, they see the hunter coming. They panic and they're just still doing this right here. Refuse to let go of the peanuts, dude, going nuts, right? And so what we challenge and tell our people to do is this. Listen, there's other important things in life. We have to work together. We have to be a team. We have to be a unit. And what we're challenging them to do is, hey, man, let go of the peanuts. Pull your hand out and live to see another day, right? Sometimes you have to let go of the stressors in life to say, listen, is this job stressful? Yes, it is. Yeah. It, am I challenged right now? Yes, I am. 
But understand, those are just peanuts, man. When I get a chance to go look in these girls' eyes in here, you know, my, my wife, my daughters, that's the real stuff. Say, listen, you know what? Was it a stressful day? Yep. But you know what? I can look here and say, you know what? Let me leave these peanuts alone and look at something that's real value to me. Right. And we challenge our people with that. So training is like that all the time, Davis, man. We They're like, where is this dude going next, man? What the heck is he going to come up with next, man? And so uh, a awesome, lot of fun, man. a lot of fun, a lot of fun. I love but it. hey, Davis, remind me, to, remind, before we close today, remind me to tell you, uh, the game, my first time ever stepping on the football field. Got to tell you that story. That, so oh, that, yeah. That's a key. We got to talk about that one there. We'll end, we'll end with that one. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I love Alex, it. I love I, it. If, if I could keep going, you know, that, that makes me start to think. And, you know, I think work-life balance is a myth. I really do. I don't know if it's real. Um, that's just my opinion. But, you know, you start to think about negativity, and one of the things in my own life, I'm just opening up here and being honest. I, I used to be one of the guys that was negative, that dealt with stress in a way that was kind of like that monkey. I was worried about this one thing. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. There's somebody coming. Oh, my gosh. And I'm freaking out. And, you know, I had to come to Jesus. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer. I'm a follower of Christ. And I love it, man. Uh, I love know, it, brother. Me too, brother. Come on. There you go. There, there were ways where I did stuff where yeah. I shouldn't have. And then you talk about just wanting to wake up and spend time with God. That'll give you your peace and joy that you need. And then you're right. You come back home to your family and you're like, you know what? Today was stressful, but I have a family. I am well provided for, uh, you know, God's taking care of me. And guess what? There's another day to be the glorify God the next day. And that's just, that's what I believe. And if I can, if I can read this article, I'll try to be as quick as possible, yeah. but no, I go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to speak on, on this because you know, we talk about positivity a lot, but I don't know if we talk about the negative side of how people and really anybody in construction can be really quickly. You know, I am trying to make sure that I don't become calloused in construction and becoming like mm -hmm. that. But just really quickly, there's this article that says the human brain has a natural tendency to give weight to and remember negative experiences or interactions more than the positive ones. They stand out more. Psychologists refer to this as negativity bias. Our brains are wired to scout for the bad stuff and fixate on the yep. threat. So our work lives are filled with evidence of how easy it is to fixate on, on the negative. When your boss, who frequently praises you for efforts and work, expresses concern over, over one aspect of your project, you can't stop thinking about it. A longtime customer blows up on a social media post when the normal first-rate service isn't up to par. Out of 50 online product reviews, you see two that are bad and you don't buy them. You know, so why is that? Yep. Why, why are we so fixated on the negative thing instead of the positive? It, it, it's tough. It's tough, Davis. I mean, I, I'll tell you, like that article talks about the mind, right? So, so crazy stat. We have about 70,000 thoughts a day. 70,000 thoughts wow. a day. Crazy stat they show. Of those 70,000 guys, 56,000 are negative thoughts Gee, on a daily basis. Unless you're really guarding yourself, right? And so, and that's really because of the inner critic, right? That sits inside of us sometimes telling us, man, Alex, you could have did better on that interview, man. Oh, dude, that, you know, with Walker and Davis, dude, you, oh, versus saying, wait a minute, hey, stop, take a time out, pause. Hey, you did a great job. You showed up, dude, you showed up. You're right, you showed up. And so what, the oxymoron in this, as Walker talked about earlier is, we're competitive and sometimes that competitive drive focuses so much on the negative and what I got to get better, right? It, it's the athlete, it's the athlete concept of saying, I've never had a perfect game, right? right. And it's kind of what our coaches showed us to say, dude, always get raised. better, always yeah. go. It's how we raise. And so a lot of right. that in us, Davis, man. So we have this drive in us 
to always go, 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 go. And what I'm learning is we have to sometimes take a time out and celebrate your wins. You got to say, wait a minute. But guess what we did, man? We did this. And, and, and grinders like us on this call, as well as in our industry, we don't do that. We don't, we don't take time to take Terrible. a time out to Terrible. say, let's celebrate the wins. Exactly. And so that, yeah. that's where we struggle a lot of times with that. And, and, and here's what we found to overcome that. Um, we talk about a, a, a virtuous cycle, right? And we teach our people this to talk about creating a virtuous cycle that you, you, you keep in your life, right? Be it hell or hot water, be it going well, not going well. Here's what I do, right? Here's what I do. And so, um, so, so, so like, like for me, dude, you know, we, we oftentimes talk a little bit about what that looks like. And, and, and I'm a guy who wakes up at four 30 every morning. Doesn't matter. Getting up, let's go. We got to get it yeah. in. We got to go. And, and, and this is before I get the day started for me to invest in Alex, right? Just so that I can be the best leader that I can be. And it's prayer and meditation to start off, right? It's yep. working out, right? And sometimes that's a quick 15-minute workout, but getting the workout in, right? That's me journaling, like, what are my big three things that I'm excited for yesterday? So all of that is mentally getting my mind right. And a lot of people don't do that kind of stuff to have a, 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 a what I like to call a healthy routine before they go out there. So, so the challenge is this, Davis. When we, anytime we leave the house, or even when my family wakes up, or truth be told, Everyone that I encounter in the day, they're takers. So, so and not in a bad way, but they're takers. They're, they're going to take and pull from Alex. My family, my wife, pulling. My kids, pulling. When I get on the job site, pulling. So if I haven't really invested in Alex and spent time by myself, investing in time with God, time in prayer, time doing you know uh, uh, self-development before I get out there, mm. I'm really depleted by the time they come. And so it's really easy for negative thinking to start. Now, I'm going to push this a little bit here because I, I learned this from uh, Russell Wilson's brother. And Russell's a huge fan of this. So Harry Harry, Harry is is awesome guy. He's a leadership coach as well. So Harry and I talk a little bit about this. And so Tre uh, um, Russell's mental coach is a guy named Trevor. And Trevor taught me a concept that I want to share with you here for our audience to think about. And here's what he said. We, we, you just mentioned this now, Davis, that negative thinking can kill us. We know that. It, it's proven. Negative thinking, if you think negatively enough, your life, it, you're only going to see the negative and it'll, it'll kill you. Right. But here's what I didn't know and didn't understand this until a few years ago working with Harry and then Trevor. But on the other side, positive thinking can kill you also. And I'm like, whoa, wait, wait, wait a minute. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. What are you talking about, dude? What are you talking about? So, <laughs> so, so I'm like, dude, that's crazy. I'm like, dude, no, no, no. I'm like, and, and so here's the deal. Trevor is here's he, let me give you an example of who Trevor is now. Trevor for four of the national championships that Coach Saban won. won. Trevor's on that staff doing mental toughness for those really? guys. Wow. When Jimbo won the national championship in uh, Florida State, Trevor's on that squad helping them. When Dang. Georgia, when 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 Georgia hired their their coach, right? Um, new coach. Um, 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 Kirby um, um, Smart. Er, Kirby. Smart. Kirby Smart. Yeah. Trevor was on that staff with Kirby doing right. in that first year to get those guys right so this is trevor's that guy trevor's the guy now and i'm like trevor dude what the heck are you talking about bro here's what he helped me see i understand this if we are i'm gonna get let's use let's use football example right it, it, and this is a real life essential situation with russell russell he played in the playoffs several years ago he played against uh green bay and they were down uh 14 in the fourth quarter they were down 12 in the fourth quarter with like four minutes left. 
Russell had thrown three picks that game. I mean, it was a horrible game. They weren't playing well. They're in Green Bay. It's like, oh, dude, good luck with this one, right? And so here's the deal. Negative thinking says the game's over. We're done. Hey, dude, I done threw three picks. We suck. So you know what that's going to do. That's taking it down. Positive thinking says, oh, dude, we can still win this game. We can still win this game. But here's the deal. What he teaches is neutral thinking. Neutral thinking is saying, listen, all I have to do right now mm. is make the snap, get the snap, and take my drop. That's the all next I have to right do. thing. I'm not saying we're going to yeah. the next right thing, right? I'm not saying we're going to win the game. I'm not saying we're going to lose the game. But what I am saying is, screw those three picks. Dude, that don't matter right now. All you have to do right now, dude, is call the play. Can you do that? Yep, I can do that. Let's go. All right, ready to go. Hey, guys. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, hey, next thing, what do I have to do? I, all I have to do is take the snap. And through doing that, Russell actually brought the game, brought the team back, and they won the game. Wow. And so Tr- Trevor teaches that, and, and I want to challenge because in our industry, sometimes, you know, negative thinking really is that Debbie Downer on a project. But positive thinking is if we're behind on a project, you you give too much hype to people saying, oh, we're going to, man, listen, yeah, we're 10 million in the hole. We're going to come back. Yeah. You may not, dude. I mean, that, that, that's going to be tough. Prepare yourself. Right? But, but it, it, you're hurting yourself and you're tearing the momentum of the team down when you don't versus saying the next great thing, like you said, Walker, all we have to do, guys, I'm saying that, but all we have to do now is look at the schedule and see what can we do today, right? Mm-hmm. And so I challenge our people to really think about that neutral thinking to help themselves out so that they ultimately can be successful. Well, Man. I know, Wal- I know yeah. Walker loved that because he's a former quarterback, Alex. Man, I'm telling you, throwing that pick. I love it, man. <laughs> it's the works. It does a lot on your psyche. Oh, dude, it does a lot, doesn't it? It does a lot, it, man. Hey, it does a lot. You know, it, it's like what they say. They'll talk about – I've heard people in in special forces say it. I've heard people in football say it. It's like, every, you know, it is, it is 90% mental and 10% physical. And people don't believe that. Like, what do you mean, man? It's, no, it's, your, your brain controls everything you do. You know, it's, it's what God everything. gave us. It is the, it is the best smart uh, computer – ever made right because it, it totally. does everything and it's like totally agree i i think the major problem that honestly that we that we have nowadays you're talking about with people negativity and just the way people work and the way culture honestly i think it's i think it's culture i, I think it's the way that everyone's kind of been raised now especially in the construction industry like you were saying we're kind of going back a little bit but just talking about the the, the the tough guy the the mental mentality mentality where you can't you can't show weakness because you know someone else right. is gonna is gonna come in and take what you have or think that you're a lot lower than you are you know and and I think that's such right. a horrible right. and terrible way to think because we had a guest on uh, on on Friday and and Lynn Shannon he's a a, a commercial investment uh, he has a commercial investment company but anyway what 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 Lynn was saying was that you know if you treat everyone like you're hurt, like they're hurting and then you're you're going to be able to connect with everyone so much more. And, you know what we do in construction is we everyone thinks that, that everyone else has it figured out, and they don't realize that well, right. when they go home they have stuff going on too that you don't even know about. You know, every, everyone right. has something going on in their life that we on the outside looking in have no idea. You know, and it's like I know a guy in, in our in my church that I go to here, and it's like looking at him, you would never know that his his dad passed away a couple of months ago out of nowhere, yep. like literally yeah. went to church that day did parking team and then at, wow. and two hours later passed away no wow. no warning no nothing but looking at him you would never know 
right? Just he has an incredible attitude. Like I don't right. know him very well, but you just see him, and he's like always up and 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 happy guy. You know, but you don't you don't know what he's going through, and so I think that with the construction industry, especially, that's just kind of the mental mentality that we all have. You know, and and I know you can speak to that as well, just by talking to people every day. And it's just that, that, that in my opinion, that's it, it the is, biggest problem, honestly. Well, well, Walker, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it back a step even further, you know, and and it, it's we're being just transparent on your show here, guys, right? Being totally honest here. So here's here's a, here's another challenge that we that falls into this whole negativity, this mindset, and everything. A lot of our when we talk old school construction, right? A lot of our people who got into the construction industry were beat down as students because they were told right. you're not good enough to go to That's college. Good. Oh, you need to find something to do with your hands. Oh, you need to do this. So, so a lot of our people come in already beat up, right? And so one thing that we've done is really trying to elevate them and say, no, you are somebody. Speak mm -hmm. life into them. Like, no, dude, listen, just because you don't learn and listen that way, that's okay. You're phenomenal at this. And so when you've been beat down that many times already, right? And then like you said, yeah. that tough guy mentality that's beating you up some more, it's, it's, it's tough. It's to tough. have that bounce back and to be positive when you've already experienced that growing up, you get in the industry, you experience that again. And so it's very, very difficult. Yeah, man. It's like we were talking about off camera, you know, with the trades, especially it's like you, you see a lot of people just think, and me and Davis, we talked, we talked about this on many shows before when we talk about it, it's just it, it, together, you know, in general, it's just like you, you see someone on the street who doesn't have anything any like, clue about construction they're just all oh, that dirty construction worker it, and davis can't even speak to that on his job site he's on now the way that some of them are treated you know and it's like oh that that dirty construction worker that oh they're not very bright you know and it's like we've said this many times before some of the guys in the trades or in, in construction in general are some of the smartest dudes i have ever met in my entire life like you will ask them a question and they will be able to tell you exactly how the electricity from the dam will get to your light switch every single step it's like I couldn't tell you that. I don't know. I don't know what happens. I just know that I plug in my my toaster and I can and I can make some toast. You know, it's yeah, like exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Davis, exactly. Um, Davis, you can speak to that. You could, you experienced it personally. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If if I could, I'll butt in here real quick, Alex. You know, I'll even go to the next Please. step. The, the guys just even you don't think they're intelligent. Some of those guys have the the highest emotional IQ I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. They know when you're speaking crap to them. They know that that guy's not real. He's not a real leader. I'm not going to listen to a word he says. Or I know what he's doing right here. He's just trying to get me so I can do something to do this. Or they don't know it as emotional intelligence, but they just know, right. oh, okay, I see what this guy's doing. He sees through you. And so this is really – it's kind of funny. We're talking about – I was talking about negativity. The verse that popped up for me today was, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another – forgiving each other wow. just as in Christ God forgave you. And if you can live that, love it, love it, out, love if it. If you can walk that out and be compassionate every day and just show people, you know, I don't have to be your best friend, but I can still love you like Jesus loved you. And not being right, weird when you right. say that, guys, as men, if we say right. we love you, that, well, we're getting all scared now, but it's like, I generally do care about where you're going to end up. I do. Mm -hmm. And that's just me. But if everybody walked yep. like that, man, we would be performing like the best team in the world. Totally agree. But, but David, the challenge is, you know, we need more leaders like on this call, right, that are willing to be open and transparent. I think that's one thing that has helped us really uh, be different than a lot of other leadership programs is because we we give it to them honest and authentic. And I'm able to tell them, hey, dude, listen, I, I mean, I almost I, I was wondering if I was going to get fired for doing this one time. But listen, 
I was on a Facebook job site. I won't say where, but I was on a Facebook job site working with the team. And they were so stressed out, man. And it, it, it was probably 40 foremen in the class, stressed out, pressure behind schedule, just struggling, man. And I, and I saw it in their face. And I just stopped class. I said, listen, this is going to be crazy. It may sound weird. And I may get fired for this, but screw it. Hey, man, I just want to stop and listen. Let me pray for y'all. Dude, we just bust awesome. out. And everybody's like, dude, yeah, man, come on. I'm like, all right, let's go. All right, here we go. So just, here we go. All right, I guess we're in for this one, right? And so, dude, we just started praying for the entire crew right there. But just to be authentic like that, to say, listen, I don't have the answer. But I, I, I care. I care enough to say, hey, I can pray for you. I can be here to cheer you on and support you. And just so we we just need more leaders like that that aren't Good. scared to show that vulnerability, which what people fail to realize is this. The more vulnerable you are, the more attractive you are to, to, to people. People are like, oh, yeah. dude, you, yeah. you went through that yeah. and you were honest like that? Oh, dude, I want that guy. I want that person on my team because they're real. They're raw. You know, and when you can do that, we just fail to realize that. We need to learn it more. Yeah, I, I think that's something, Alex, that I thought about you. You just seem like, you're, hey, open book. This is I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be authentic. And that's one of the things I, I admire about you. I saw that in these videos and your personality and seeing that. Um, I love the one thing that you said before, Andy Stanley, do for one what you wish you could do for all. Do that. Don't be worried yes. about trying to please everybody in the world. But the guy that you're with right now, lock in, focus, show him that you care, be an attentive listener. <clears throat> so the next time you see him, hey, I remember that guy. I remember his name. I remember his family. I love that. Man, that, that, that's been my motto. And especially, Davis, as you grow and your influence grows some, right? So, so you think of a John Maxwell, right? John wishes he could do for you know his 20, 30 million followers, he can do yeah. whatever he wanted, right? But truth be told, he can't, he can't, right? And, and it's, it's saying, listen, right now I have to take the Jesus model, man. Hey, this is the people that I can pour into and I'm gonna challenge them to go pour into somebody else. Uh, and, and so as leaders, that's the kind of concept we have to take of really saying, hey, I'm gonna pour into you, but my challenge yeah. is you go pour into somebody else, right? That's, that's what, like I just told you, I was at dinner last night with two apprentices, took them to dinner, right? Hey, dinner's on me, guys, this road, right? So I'm telling them, hey, listen, and they were blown away, but I said, hey, listen, you're my legacy. I said, understand this. As a leader, you are my legacy. I'm, I'm 42 years old, man. I'm like, dude, listen, man, I, I'm not going to be here forever, but my legacy can live as I speak truth into you, as I encourage you. You know, they can say, oh, you know, man, that old Mr. Alex was all right, dude. Remember, he used to take us out and talk to us and encourage us, man. And so now, all of a sudden, as leaders, we're able to do that, and then those two go do it for somebody else. And so now it carries on forever, man. I love that. The, le the legacy thing, oh man, Alex is awesome. It's just, you think we're so bad as humans to think about what's in front of us now. And Walker kind of mentioned with delayed gratification, but you even go a step further with legacy. How do you want to be remembered? Mm -hmm. What do I, what can I do now on this growth set? Like 1%, like Walker mentioned, 1% every day, having this leadership development, doing these certain things, have, having a routine, caring about others. What can we do? to get to where our legacy is 40, 50, if God lets us be that long on this earth, what, what do we, what do we have to do every day? And that's hard. I think that goes back to discipline. You know, that goes back to yes. a lot of different things we've touched on. Yeah. Discipline um, equals freedom as Jocko Willink would say, right? Man, you better believe it. I was going to say it, brother. Yes. Say that again, Walker. Yes. Yeah. Discipline equals freedom, baby. And, and so many people don't believe that. Sorry, Davis, to, you know, cut you off. But like that is something to me is, you know, me and Davis are going with, 
right now his aunt also does leadership development. So we've been working with her every week to kind of develop what Love we it. want as a company, as Lane Foundation's company, of what we want our core values to be, right? And what we want our personal values to be. And one thing that I said is like to be held accountable, right? And to lead others. And so in order to lead others, I and our company has to be held accountable every day, right? In order to be held accountable, that you have to be disciplined. You have to wake up in the morning. You have to do things you don't want to do. You know, it's like when I get up every morning to read my devotion or, or get up every morning, sometimes I don't want to. I'm like, you know, like, I don't I don't really want to do this. Like, Lord, like, I, like, I don't want to step right, step right here and 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 and, and read the, this and, and, and think about things. But I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to do it anyway, because that's what it is. It's one yep. step every single day, you know, and it's just it's, it's pouring into people. And when even when you don't want to do it, I know there's some days that you don't want to go in there and, and have dinner and all the time or be out there yep. talking to people or having to travel every week, you know, but it's, you do it because that's what you have to do. It's not because it's what you want to do all the time. Right. Right. You, you're totally right on that. But like you said, it, it frees you up to be able to do more. Right. As a result of that, I tell people all the time, working out, listen, I tell them I work out hard, man, but because I work out hard, I can eat whatever I want. They're like, Oh, you diet, dude, no <laughs> diet, man. Listen, dude, if I want to eat it, I'm gonna go eat it. Right. Because I, you know, and now granted that that's in moderation, but still, right. you know, if, if you work out hard enough, dude, you can do whatever you want to do. It's like, dude, well, okay, this is what we do, man. Right. So it, it's very interesting that you say that. Cause that is a, a definitely a, 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 a on point with that. And I, if we can kind of wind down here, I want to ask you, you told yep. me to ask you about the football field. What's up with the football field? Yep, yep. So, so here's the deal. So here's the deal. So we, as we wind down, right. As we wind down, I, um, so, so my first time, playing uh it took me two and a half years to get on the football field okay. so on the practice squad following coach Spurrier around you know uh every Saturday you know on his hip never get in the game right uh I told people I did the math I think I practiced 5,360 hours just trying to get on the field wow. one time and then you couldn't get on the field right uh but giving it everything I had and so uh we just happened to be playing uh, the University of Georgia in Jacksonville, Florida, my hometown, go. man, you know, and uh, hmm. and I tell you, a receiver dropped the pass on the field and Coach Spurrier was livid. And I still remember he turned around and said, give me a receiver. Right. And I'm like, yes, my time has finally come. You know, and he looked at me, and said, no, give me a receiver. Give me a receiver. Right. Oh, <laughs> and he finally just looks at me and he says, Willis, get in there. Right. He sent me in there with that right there. Here's the crazy oh. part. You know, I told people. I had practiced 5,360 hours for that one moment, right? And so that day changed my life from a football perspective simply because I was prepared for the moment, right? Got a chance to get in there against your dogs and caught five passes for 100 yards. And, man, wow. they're like, man, this little kid can play. He's all right, dude, you know? Oh, and and as a result I'm of glad that, for you. I'm glad for you, Alex, <laughs> not for my dogs, man. <laughs> but here's the deal. I, and I shared that story as we close, and here's why. Because I, I didn't get ready when they called my number. I was prepared for the moment. So when we talk about leadership, Good. it's about being prepared before those moments come. My, my whole life changed as a result of that, right? And so, so I, I was on a whole different projection simply because I was prepared for that opportunity, right? And I, I'll never forget my strength coach and what he said to me. He said, Alex, listen, man, and I share this with our leaders all the time, and I just kind of share it with our audience. He says, you don't get what you want in life. You don't get what you want. Say, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you are ruthlessly committed to. You know, so I ask people all the time, what are you ruthlessly committed to? Because those are the things that you will manifest in your life. If it's your family, if it's, if it's, if it's being phenomenal at work, phenomenal team player, if you become ruthlessly committed to that, it's like, you know, it's that Colby mentality saying, listen, 
This is what I'm doing. This is how we're going to get it done, right? And so uh, people fail to realize that commitment that it takes ultimately to do that sometimes. Right. And I'm sure within those 5,000 hours that you practice, you failed so many times. That's another thing is that people are just afraid to fail. You know, it's like that. That's what life is. You got to fail in order to succeed yes. later on, you know. But man, Alex is totally awesome. like this is such this one of the best uh, you know podcasts we've had. I, I really enjoy it. And the last thing, a lot that, of fun. The, the last thing that I want to ask you, and then I'll close it in. You know, this is what we like. I like to ask this to every uh, guest that we have on the show is from the wisdom and knowledge that you've gained. You know, from the the years of your life and, and all the experiences you had. What is uh, the one or two or three pieces of advice you would give your twenty year old self with the knowledge you know now if you could go back? A good call on that, man. Uh, <clears throat> if I could go back, I would tell myself one word, one word, and that's focus. Mm, focus. Good. When you talk about being successful from leadership or life in general, focus is the key, right? And so what I and what I mean by that is be willing to pass over good opportunities to find the great opportunity, right? Uh, because a, 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 sometimes as we're building our career and as we're working, things just look good and we don't take time to just pause, think about it, and, and really say, is this the great opportunity, right? We just begin to just take things as they come, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And before you know it, you're so bogged down that when the great opportunity comes, you can't take it or you don't see it, right? So that would be number one. The second thing that I will say, that, and I'll close with this one, the second thing I will say is uh, look to create heat moments for yourself, right? And, and what I mean by heat moments is this. In, in leadership, especially, Sometimes you have to bite off more than you can chew to get on a growth curve to have to learn a lot really fast, right? And it's sometimes in those moments that you grow and realize what you are capable of. And unless you put yourself in those heat experiences to have to grow really fast, and this is what I say, a lot of times you, you, you find the least capable person, the least qualified person to do it. Who's the least qualified to do it, right? Oh, this person. All right, yeah, go do the job. You're like, wait, wait a minute. I didn't say you were not qualified, but you're the least, which means your learning curve is going to have to grow overnight. So you're going to have to learn, crash course it, go, 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 go to really catch yourself up, right? And those are the times that I've grown the most and had the most success because I put myself in those situations. That's so good. Man, I really appreciate you sharing with that, sharing that with us and, and some of your experience. And just like we said, being vulnerable today, man, it like everything you said today is so applicable, not just to the construction industry, but just to life in general. Right. And, and, and again, man, thank you so much for being on here. We're so thankful and, and, and so much appreciate you being willing to pour into us. Thank as you, well. Alex. Hey, it's my pleasure. Listen, like I said, legacy is finding great people who can do great things. And, and you gentlemen are doing it, man. So listen, I, like I told you, I'm a champion for you. Anything that I can do, uh, let, hey, let me know, reach out to me and I'll try to make it happen as much as I can, guys, and uh, keep championing you on so that you can go much farther than Alex. So I, I knew those guys. I know those guys. Those guys are awesome up there. They're Lord doing their thing, you. man, changing the world. You're, you're too kind, man. Alex. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for Laying Foundations Podcast. I'm your co-host, Walker Lott, here with my co-host, Davis Hambrick. We really appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, we look forward to many more episodes we have planned for you. Look for us every Monday. We have an episode coming out. We're also working very diligently to get our social media accounts as well as our webpage up so you can learn a little bit more about us and follow us.